Well, apparently a quarter of us intend to change jobs over the next 12 months. This would come as a shock to my dearly departed grandfather who worked at the post office his entire life. He would never have dreamed of changing jobs. Back when you had a job back then, it was for life. Not anymore. A workplace wellbeing survey of 1,200 workers showed a large chunk of us feel undervalued, undersupported and understaffed at work. I can believe it. I don't know anywhere that isn't understaffed at the moment. We're understaffed in here right now. It's been a perfect storm for many employers. COVID, winter ills, long overdue trips overseas, of course, for many people finally taking some annual leave and able to get out of the country. What it means for those left behind, though, of course, is they have to pick up the slack. More work for them, fewer people to carry the load, and perhaps at a time when they're already feeling fatigued with this post-COVID malaise we all seem to be suffering. External circumstances right now too, you know, we've got a cost of living crisis for goodness sake and a looming recession. That puts a lot of pressure on people before they even get into their workplace, let's be honest. And we know how hard it is to get staff right now. Every sector in this country is crying out for help, yet despite borders being open now, help is still not coming. Add to this that the newer, younger workforce coming through simply expects more from their work. According to the survey, 78% of respondents say flexible hours or hybrid working was most important. But how do we, you know, if we're already under the pump as employers, offer more flexi work schedules if they're already struggling for staff in the first place? Hybrid working, of course, a byproduct of COVID. Getting to work from home, a lot of people loved it. Many want that model to continue. In fact, in the UK... Uh, It's been so hard to get people back into the office. The government's faced with selling off whole office blocks now as more public servants opt to work from home. Everybody wants well-being, of course, but how do you define it? And that's a slippery slope many employers must be traversing at the moment. How much well-being is enough well-being? How much is too much? And then if you don't get enough well-being, are you quietly quitting? I heard one commentator suggest quietly quitting is basically just adding some work-life balance, working at a slower pace for your mental health. But if everybody just did the bare minimum and checked out mentally from their jobs, we really would be in a race to the bottom, which is what it feels like most days in this country at the moment anyway. But is quiet quitting worse or better than actually quitting? Is an employee sitting there doing the bare minimum better than no employee at all? It's sad, really, isn't it, to think about it, if that's what we've come to, just, you know, weighing up the lesser of two evils. I like that people care more about their well-being these days. I think it's a good thing. But there's a fine line, you know, not if we'd end up going down this rabbit hole of never-ending well-being over and above actually doing any work. So with a quarter of us apparently changing jobs in the next year, I just wonder if we stay in that job or if it's just a case of the grass is always greener and we're just going to rotate jobs more often now than we ever have. Hawksby.